failing an exam, dealing with a heartbreak, managing parents' difficult expectations. How do you bounce back? You're at the right place. Come, tune into this episode of My First Step Ever. Shani Nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast. I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times, I'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life, build conviction to follow them, and how to build systems to sustain them. And if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same, then I'm up for a chat on my Instagram handle, which is at myfirststepever underscore in. But for now, if you want to achieve your goals and build never-failing systems, then what are you waiting for? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to my first step ever podcast. Now that you have tuned into this podcast, you know for sure that we are going to learn something really amazing for the next 20 minutes, which will help you further to go towards your goal. Now, the only thing that helps you and differentiates between your dreams and your goals is action. Unless you take action, unfortunately, it's very rare that you go somewhere. And today I have an amazing opportunity to invite this lovely, amazing, bubbly lady. Let me introduce to you, Holly Smith. Holly, hi, welcome on my first step ever. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to, um, yeah, have a good chat. Same here. And I really can't wait to get into all the questions that I have today. And we are all about talking about bouncing back in life, especially for the young adults who are dealing with so much emotional, mental, and even professional struggles that we are going through. But right before that, I would love to introduce you to my listeners and viewers today. Holy Smith is the owner and founder of Biswit, that is the number one wellness program for busy individuals. She's also an accountability and productivity coach to high performers who want to create high performing habits, productive structure with strategies within their daily routines, create the action steps that we were talking about and be held accountable to hit the big dreams, visions and goals. So now you see what is the importance of action and we have the action queen. So Holy, I got to know a very, very interesting story about you and I would like you to tell our listeners what it is. Your first job or a small business, as you term it, was breaking in and training horses and selling them for profit. And the best part is you were aged 11 at that point in time. That's something. So how did you land up in that position? And, you know, at that point in time, at 11, how, how did it all start for you? Good question. And it's good to get different questions because usually I get asked like, you know, the same questions. Where did you start off? Then I go real estate. <laughs> but I love these questions because it makes me remind myself of my childhood and I love my childhood. I had a great childhood. So basically, I, I think I always had quite a um, 
a hustler's work ethic. I think both my parents are very entrepreneurial, so I come from that, I guess. <laughs> so I guess it all I rode horses my whole life. I like literally I can't even remember a time I didn't ride horses, right? And I was literally competing like every weekend, Saturday, like it was my life. Like the thing is like if you're in the horse industry or the equestrian industry, you know that horses are your life. That's it. You know, you tr- you know what you ride them every day. You can't go on holidays because you feed them unless you take them with you. You're like it's train, train, train. So I got to a point where I was get, I was actually very good for my age at what I did. Like I was either actually coaching people, like younger people obviously like how to ride and um and also I guess I got into it when I bought my first like project pony. Like every horse I had wow. there was it was never a perfect horse as animals right so there's always something to work on so therefore I got really good with horses that you know used to bark and rear and shy all the time and you know just being naughty so basically got really good at that so I bought my first project pony and he was so cute he was like I went halves with my mom it was like 500 bucks and like that's pretty cheap for a horse right so and like horses like people don't understand in the like I guess if you're not in the horse industry horse an average horse may cost three thousand but a quality wow. horse can cross anywhere between, this is ridiculous to think about it for an animal, 10000 to 40000 Like, that's it. And horses are expensive. Anyway, so I would, um yeah, so I bought my first project pony and, like, he did, like, so amazing. And, you know, and I ended up, like, riding other people's horses and training them and then they sold them and I'd train and ride and sell and basically and did lessons and stuff. And I did that all the way till I was about 16. And yeah, like, with all, like, you know, horse riding lessons and getting money from that and project ponies and stuff like yeah, I loved it. I thrived off it because that was like my passion at the time and that created a really good work ethic, I guess, in me. I can really see the passion coming through while you speak about it and, you know, getting into the details and nitty-gritties that I don't have much knowledge about this field for sure, I can say that. But it was really interesting to understand, you know, where you're coming from and how you built the love for your work. And what I see is that you kept on working on your strengths which you figure out, I think, at that point in time. But at that point in time, as you mentioned, you know, because mostly it's like we are put in a school, we are supposed to go down a a proper lane, do your studies and, you know, get charged up for the life that's coming in front of you. How did you see yourself? Did you ever, you know, had the feeling or thought of comparing yourself with how other kids were doing and how you were very different? In any way, did that disturb you? Or if that didn't, how did you build that mindset that, you know, you were so strong that you know what you had to do? Yeah, it's actually really interesting. Like, as a kid, you don't really think about that until you're a teenager. So that's when I really struggled, to be honest. Like, I was okay at school. I wasn't great. But to be honest, I hated school. Hey, I absolutely hated it. I don't like using that word. But a lot of people go, like, oh, I'd love to go back to school. Like, that would be awesome just to see all my friends again and do nothing. Like, but I would not know. I couldn't get, I literally couldn't wait to get out of school so I could just make some money. So I was at a point where I had to pay for a lot of things myself growing up. So, or in my, my teens anyway. So I guess comparing myself to other people, especially when I was 16, like I was going through a bit of depression. Like I was trying to, like I lost, I, both my horses died. I sold off and moved off acreage. So my whole life changed, right? So literally I was like, what's my life now, you know? So I always had a passion for fitness. Yeah, I went through a bit of a spiral and that's a whole nother story, but in school that was a really difficult time because I'd compare myself to like my best friend who was getting A's all the time and you know all these people were happy and had really you know healthy family relationships and all that kind of stuff right 
and all these people like they were doing it was called the OP system back then they don't have it anymore but you know people was going to OP and I just it got to a point where I was just trying so hard that I was like I don't even want to go to uni and it's funny because I have my mum one side who's like you know my parents were never together so that's one thing you know I never knew what it was like their parents together so it was good and bad in a way my mum was always like, you know, do what you love, do what you want to do, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. And then my dad's always like, you have to go to uni, you have to get good grades, you have to do this, blah, blah, blah. So I've got two people like pulling either side of my ear. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I thought, what do I want to do? Anyway, so I was like, oh, I've always had a love for fitness and I was like either personal training or real estate. So I went in the real estate industry for a good solid year. I guess this is moving on to a different question, but I guess going back to the actual question is like, I think, number one thing that helped me was always going back to my passion which was I didn't find out until like it was basically it's always been fitness but I forgot that it was fitness right and then it became to helping people and helping people become the best version of themselves and then that led into talking to people and networking and then that led to being a productivity accountability coach so everything stems from something but know that grades aren't anything unless you want to go to uni and you actually your passion is to go to uni or college or wherever you are in the world but that's my I guess my biggest tip is just going back to and staying grounded with what you love to do thank you so much for sharing about you know what you went through and what I see right now is that you had a very wonderful start as you mentioned you loved your childhood and that's for a reason because you found your passion and you were living a life living a life that you wanted to and you were just growing in that life and once that part of your life was taken away it had become difficult for you but still from there you had your challenges you were dealing with your depression which I think is very very common nowadays all of us do go through certain stages it kind of makes me understand there are two takeaways you know from what you just mentioned the first thing is that even if we have you know a very good time in our life maybe today if I'm doing very well and everything is good things can go down or can go south after some point in time. So we should not take anything for granted and we should learn how to live in both the situations, which I think you figured it out eventually. And I'm so happy that you're able to share that with us because our listeners who are listening to us today and even the viewers, they can understand that whatever is happening in their life, the ups and downs, it's very natural. And if today they are not feeling well, something is not going well, they can bounce back because I think that's what happened in your story and you did make that happen for you. You entered the fitness industry. So why don't you take us through that your first step of entering into the fitness industry, which is actually a story of bouncing back. How did you bounce back? When I left school, I started in the real estate industry. I did it for about 15 months and I was getting paid like eleven fifty an hour. So that was really under the wage for an 18 or oh, 17 or oh, 18 I can't remember how old I was um but I was working really hard I eventually was admin then property management I was running the whole office and then I was sales associate and was door knocking and cold calling I was working really hard and the thing is I was at a home and I just couldn't afford to live like it was terrible and that gave me so much anxiety so basically I um got a PT job at 4.30 to 7.30 in the morning and then I went to my 9 to 5 and then I'd train for an hour myself and then I'd sometimes do more work and like wouldn't get to bed till like quite late and eat dead and go to bed and that was my life for a few months but to a point where I was like I am so like burnt out so I left that other job and then I was like no I'm, I want to start up my own PT business so I basically took the first steps to 
while I was still working there, I did my cert form of fitness because I was already a group qualified instructor and basically built my whole website, did everything while still working there so I could leave and have an awesome business there and already jobs waiting for me. So that was my biggest thing. And then, you know what, I loved it for ages, but mobile PT, that's what I did. I drove to people's houses, trained them and then drive to the next house. It was awesome. I loved it. But they still get burnt out. There's only so many people you can train in a day. So that's when I went to the online space. And thank goodness it happened at the same time Corona hit. And yeah, worked out really well. <laughs> Lovely. And I would like to emphasize over here to everyone who's listening. I have personally seen Holly's journey on LinkedIn, through LinkedIn, like how she grew and whatever her messages, posts were there on LinkedIn. I used to follow it. And I used to really feel that she's building a great brand out there. And more than that, she is doing a really good work. So if you want to check out how to build your brand, it is a very, very good platform. And you can watch how Holy builds her brand on LinkedIn for sure. Yes. But before that, they're talking about how do you bounce back? I think it is definitely your mental courage. And more than that, your experiences that you tell us, you know, you went in a systematic order. But you knew when to get out of things or maybe you realize, but you always planned your next step and you took the action, as you say. So that is a very, very good experience that you have shared with our listeners and everyone over here. And I also see that you keep challenging yourself. And I got to know that to a point that you invested your time a lot in competitions. And recently you were there in one of the competitions. But there are a lot of things that happens in one's life. So I had thought of asking you a different question, but just with the chat uh, before this episode, I thought that's a great, great thing if you're open to share that. How things, if don't go their way, how do you, you know, uh, turn things around to your situations that are best for you? If you can give our listeners top three tips, how to take, you know, turn around things in your favor, even if things are not going your way. Success is the biggest roller coaster you'll ever go on. So, the more you do, the more ups and downs you have. It's simple as that. So, I think it will go back to last year. I was supposed to compete in a bodybuilding comp. I was, um, you know, living with someone at the time. Like it was just a friend, or wasn't really a friend then. (laughs) Anyway, didn't work out. We did not get along. So, which means that my living environment was just horrible. I had so much anxiety even going home. My bodybuilding comp, I was in a calorie deficit for like, you know, long periods of time. I was prepping for six months for this. And obviously when you're in calorie deficit, you're in flight or fight mode all the time. So, you know, you just sometimes can't control your hormones or emotions. So, you know, you could just be super fine one minute, next minute you're just breaking down crying and you don't know what to do. And it's just weird. It's a weird feeling taking your body to its next level, which is, you know, not normal for it. So uncomfortable. Anyway, so I went through this whole prep and everything whilst trying to run like, you know, a scaling business with employees. So I found that really hard to juggle everything, right? So, and look after my mental health and everything else. Like I was just running on adrenaline all day, every day. And then my comp got cancelled because there was another outbreak here for Corona. And like, I got, I got pretty crushed, but it was also a relief. So prepping for six months and then all of a sudden my comp got cancelled I was like six weeks out really lean and I was like okay and you know what it took me so it took me quite a few months to get my feet back like I literally moved a house I you know started eating good food again like quality food my business you know my strategy but basically I think my three biggest tips and obviously like this year as well I was just explaining before uh, we started the podcast that 
I was supposed to compete again this April and um, I've just had like um, you know a few emotional and personal things happen in my life and I've really had to take a step back and go what am I doing what is important and why am I doing it and really the purpose for even doing the competition was for myself obviously but it has to actually go deeper than that like what was the actual purpose and there was no purpose really of to doing it at all for me there for other people it might have been but for me it was just to prove to myself that I could do it right and I know I can do it that's the thing so I said look I've got to take a step back and I've got to pick I've just got to stick to one thing, right? I can't keep scaling a business, launching a book that's coming out, like doing a bodybuilding comp, you know, trying to buy a house. Like all this weird, like heaps of stuff is happening. And I was like, all right, I've got to do one thing at a time. So I said, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to no longer do the bodybuilding comp. I've got to go back to my values and my purposes. So that my, I guess the three steps moving forward when life takes a big hit is not just go back to your values, what you stand for, and what you believe your purpose is. So your purpose, what do you get out of bed for every single morning? And sometimes you need to speak to somebody about it and get them to remind you because sometimes you can just be like, I don't even know what I'm doing. You just walk around, you're like, well, I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. And then one day you're like, yes, I love life. And that is life. It's a roller coaster, right? So it's really good to continue to, to get a mentor, or speak to someone who can give you great advice. Don't get bad advice. That's really bad advice. <laughs> so make sure you're getting advice and listening to the right people. So purpose and values, go back to them, talk to the right people, and then focus on one thing. Grab that one thing, get that action plan, and make it happen. That's probably my biggest thing to getting back on track after a, you know, maybe a fall. But always remember, this is a really big thing as well, and this is like a universal law, I'm pretty sure, is after a fall, there's always going to be a high. And I literally always happens, always happens. You just got to trust it when it does happen. What a true gem of a person you are, Holy, I would say. Only because the first thing I would like to really appreciate that you really have the courage of sharing your deepest, maybe insecurity. The first step is acceptance and it becomes very difficult on an individual level to accept these challenges that we face and how we feel uh, for ourselves in these difficult times. And you have gone through that and you are here sharing this with so many people listening to us today. So first of all, I would really like to congratulate you for doing this and helping a lot of people who are listening to you today. I'm sure all of us go through this situation in our own way, different times. And what you have given us today is the real crux of life. You know, you the situation now is that everyone will always ask ask you to you know do your best, do your best, and in that we lose the sense of what is the best for me and where should I draw a line when and when should I draw a line. So this is a very, very good experience, a story that we have heard today. And thanks to Holy that we know that where to draw a line. And if you're facing the similar situation, what you can do is what Holy has just told us. So thank you so much, Holy. And I wish you all the very best. And I really like how you have structured your plan from here on, which is also very important. You know, once you see what is what is happening with your life accept reflect and then have an action plan because without that you cannot move even one step further so thank you so much holy it was such a pleasure to speak with you today all your experiences everything that you have learned i i'm so glad that we could share that with so many people before you go would you like to share uh, one book that you think our listeners should definitely read 
and one quote that you would like to leave our listeners with. My favorite all-time book, and I read it every single year, is Millionaire Success Habits. I'm a habit fiend, hence why what my book's about that I'll be launching soon. So Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziosi. Is that how you say his last name? Anyway, that's yes, a really yes. good book. Yes, yes. Um, and if you do the action steps in that book, it will really help you. My favorite quote, and I change my quotes all the time what my favorite quote is, but this week my favorite quote is, there's no such thing as problems. There are only opportunities bang on and that is such a good way of looking at your life because at each step you will think oh my god this is a big problem but you can think from a different perspective and name it opportunities holy thank you so much on being on my first step ever we wish you all the very best with your book and more than that i am so glad that i could speak with you and spend this time because you are such an inspirational person in and out I really love this chat. I really am very grateful that you're here today. Thank you. Hi, my friends. If you have reached thus far today, firstly, thank you so much. It really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed. So why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes. I love to build the relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at myfirststepever_in and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow my first step ever on Google, Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating my show and comment well this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as i help you in your journey in taking the first step ever until next time start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself